is up, everybody? Happy Tuesday, and welcome out to episode three of A Look Behind the Curtain with Chris, the YouTube show designed to pull real people from the world and share real stories that are inspiring around success, overcoming obstacles, resiliency, and just really just being a badass in life. And today's guest, I cannot wait to share with you guys. Um, we'll dive into a little bit of his credentials here in just a minute. Uh, but I had the amazing opportunity to actually meet this gentleman in person, sit down, chat with him last month at one of the live events that we were doing. And uh, I cannot wait to share this gentleman with you guys. A lot of you guys, if you're a veteran, you already know who this gentleman is. He needs no introduction. He's been a huge part of the online veteran community and offline veteran community for quite a long time now. And we are going to be diving into all of those things here tonight. Or before we do, we got to talk about our show sponsor. And episode three is actually brought to you by the OVF. Uh, we are currently doing a OVF online workshop. It's 100% free to join. It is tomorrow night. We are only having 100 seats, and we're only doing it one time. And so if you're looking to create more in your life, if you've been interested at all in how to leverage the internet to make money, we are going to be sharing with you tomorrow night the top three ways to start making money in 2022, and actually the top three ways to start making over $10,000 a month in 2022. So we can't wait to share those things with you guys. If you're at all interested, the link will be down in the description. Uh, just click it, go ahead and join. And without further ado, guys, I have a really special guest here tonight. The gentleman that I want to bring out uh, is the owner and operator of Disgruntled Vets. You guys may know variations of the organization. There's many different groups online and offline. Um, but this gentleman <clears throat> just recently got out of the military here back in September. And so he's a re recent veteran, but that has not stopped him of years and years and years of social media uh, experience out there helping veterans, out there creating communities uh, of support for the veterans uh, before he even was one. And that's really amazing to me. And I can't wait to share that with you guys. Uh, he's had his company featured on Discovery Channel. It's been in the news. They've raised hundreds of thousands of dollars for nonprofits inside the veteran uh, industry, inside of our veteran community. And so without further ado, guys, please just help me bring a warm welcome and Mr. Uh, to bring out Mr. Ryan Hemhauser, a.k.a. Chappie, the owner of Disgruntled Vets, to the call here tonight, guys. What's up, brother? How's it going? I'm super excited to be on this show. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. And guys, you know, uh, if you're in the comments, I know we got quite a few people on. So definitely drop some engagement. Let us know you're here. And uh, I actually was reading a comment from one of your, your posts inside of your group earlier. And I noticed that one of your members mentioned that he was going to be on here, kind of giving you some hell in the comments. So I welcome it. I welcome uh, our our brand of humor. How you know veterans operate a little bit different, a uh, you know, little bit darker of the spectrum, if you will. And so uh, I welcome it, guys. I welcome the engagement. I welcome the humor. Uh, this is going to be heavily veteran centric tonight, being that both of us are veterans and our businesses help veterans. Uh, that's going to be the core of our conversation. So. Uh, share this with a veteran in need. Share this with anybody you know. And uh, I'm sure before this call is over, um, you know, you'll have plenty of ways to have anybody you need connect with Ryan who needs help. So before we dive into what you're doing now, we always need to figure out where did you start? And so give us a five to 10 minute backstory, Ryan. Who are you? Where do you come from? Do you come from a military family? Were you always destined to be in the military? Give us the, the rundown. Yeah, so I've always wanted to be in the military. Both my parents were not um, 
but I was at six years old, I was digging trenches in my backyard and uh, my parents just let me do it. And they always supported me to join the military. Originally, I was supposed to go to the Naval Academy when I was real young. Um, but when I was in my teenage years, I actually lost both my parents um, when I was 12 and then five days before my 16th birthday. Uh, went through a dark path, but uh, eventually went to college, Try uh, was going to become a, a chaplain, ran out of money. So I joined the army. Um, I actually joined the National Guard to help pay for college. And then uh, 2013, uh, my unit came up for deployment. And we deployed to Afghanistan, uh, RC East area, if anyone's familiar with that. And um, when we were there, me and my buddies, we were really disgruntled. <laughs> um, it was high political time. Uh, posting on our personal Facebook pages, people just weren't understanding uh, what we were going through. So we made this page. And uh, funny thing is when we were coming up with names, I was like, I think we should name it dysfunctional veterans. And then my buddy looks at me and he's like, yeah, dude, that's already a page. I was like, all right, let's yeah. go with disgruntled veterans. Um, and it was just a place for us to vent and post memes and, we didn't really think a lot of it. And when we got home from Afghanistan, uh, the other buddies that helped me um, originally start it kind of faded away and I just kept going at it. Um, and we went from like zero followers to like 5,000. And then uh, the great part is I met my wife. Um, when I met my wife, she was like all graphics and actually understood branding and She's the one that came up with the logo because I was like, I want something to represent disgruntled and it can be drawn in a bathroom. And she was like, I got you. Because originally we had like, a, a, I think like a stick figure or gingerbread man. That was our, our mm -hmm. logo. And then since then it's, uh, I, after the, my national or after the national guard, I went in active duty uh, got married to my my wife, who without her disgruntled would not be around. Um, and it, I, I was a chaplain assistant. I was becoming trying to become a chaplain. So it, disgruntled grew, and it just my heart went with it. So you know, I remember two o'clock in the morning when I was stupid and had my cell phone number still on the Facebook page. People were calling me, and my wife was like, what's going on? She didn't understand the veteran community at that time. And it was just, it just kept on growing and growing. And disgruntled has just become part of my life at this point. Um, and uh, just recently I got out of active duty um, in September and that has been completely life-changing. I thought I was going to be okay. And uh, there were just small things that, changed my life like i no longer had to wake up at six o'clock anymore you know didn't have to go to pt and so my life just the small things just like what do i wear every day yeah. um so but i'm i'm learning i got a desk i feel like i'm transitioning <laughs> well so uh yeah, it, I, I would say between like losing my parents and joining the military, 
um, just that kind of compassion. And then without my wife being there, Al, um, she kind of gave everything direction and made things a little bit more professional. But those three, those three things have really defined my life and helped, you know, show, give uh, disgruntled vets a, a focus and direction. It's awesome um, to hear that too. Like, you know, I, and I've got the opportunity to meet your amazing wife and got to see you guys together and, and how that works as an amazing team. Um, so it's so awesome to hear you, you know, give her the credit and, and shout her out, which uh, anybody who knows you knows you would do something like that. So um, really cool to to hear. And, and we all know that she's a real support system for you and, and, and veterans, even though she never served herself. So it's really cool to, to have her yeah. on, on the backbone or the, the backbone of your team as well. Um, how many years did you serve total? Uh, currently, I just hit 12 because I'm in the reserves right now. Uh, I'm going for that retirement. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just 20. too close. Yeah. yeah. So six years guard, five years active, and then I, I'll, it'll be another nine uh, reserves. I, I And you know what? I'm stupid. Every time I had the chance to go Air Force, I just kept on picking Army. And then I complain. I'm like, why didn't I go Air Force? Three chances. Oh, man. <laughs> man. I can't even tell you how many times I've had a conversation like that with my army buddies too. It's like, um, we get to, we get to like have a bit more of an ego because we chose the army, but at the end of the day, we could have been like basically living like college students the whole time. So anyway, we won't go there, but, um, you know, what, what you're doing for the veteran community is astounding. You, your wife, your, your team, everybody over there at disgruntled. And so, Share with the viewers a little bit, maybe one or two, not too many, obviously we'll be here all night, uh, of, you know, the stories that have impacted you the most being a part of an organization like that. Maybe one or two of the people or situations that you guys have come across that have reminded you that you're on the right path and that what you're doing is great work. Um, actually, just recently, uh, I would say right before vet fest so like june july time frame we had a veteran in colorado springs reach out and um really just get involved and his backstory was a month or two beforehand he tried to commit suicide uh he was very secluse didn't do a lot you know just kind of focused on on him and his family um now fast forward a few months uh, he started coming out to a lot of disgruntled events, really got involved. Um, and now this guy, he's involved with uh, the Enlisted Association. He was involved with the VFW. Uh, he really broke out of his you know, shell and really became part of the veteran community. You know, A couple months ago, he was suicidal, and now he's running all these different veteran events for veterans and it's it's mind-blowing seeing his trans transition um and i i think that's what we all need is just like focus if you have if you give someone focus they can overcome anything and then that focus can then translate into a million different opportunities um and then with disgruntled we've done some crazy things like everything from people needing help moving or getting stuck on the side of the road. And we put it out on disgruntled, you know, we've gotten these people, you know, just by putting it out on social media, we've gotten these people help. Um, and it's, it's amazing what 
the community can do when you give them, you know, task, mission, and expectations, you know, once you give them that, they go out and execute. I, I'm basically just the guy behind the keyboard and all these people are doing all these amazing things just because we throw it out on social media. Um, it's, it's beautiful to see what we do. Um, on the internal uh, disgruntled, we've since I, I've actually just taken a step back from day-to-day -day operations where I'm now focused in on like the bigger picture operations and the conversations we have within our admin team of how do we give that direction? How do we cause less of a toxic area? How do we prevent things from happening? Um, and these larger pictures of how do we, I don't want to say manipulate, but give direction to the veteran community, create more of a positive environment. Um, seeing these kind of conversations with my admin team is just, it's amazing of what we can kind of come up with to, to instead of being a reactive, reacting to situations of trying to become proactive yeah. without the veteran community really knowing we're being proactive. That's awesome. <clears throat> and in such a reactive society, uh, it's, you know, you very unique to be proactive. So it's awesome to hear that you're taking that next level uh, and, and setting up those, you know, necessary things to be proactive. That's really cool. Uh, especially in today's world, because as you know, and I'm going to ask you uh, here just in a minute, you know, Facebook, social media is the powers that be. They have their own agendas. Um, sometimes those narratives and agendas don't align with our own. When that happens, conflict. And so you recently here in you know, the last year had one of your biggest assets taken, taken right from underneath you overnight, not from yeah. your own actions or anything else that you or your team did. But basically, just because we're we have very dark humor and some of the things that some of the veterans had posted inside of the group were taken to be offensive or not politically correct or whatever you might want to call it. And so you lost uh, an amazing asset. Talk to us a little bit about that experience and then your bounce back. Yeah, so we we lost our, our one group, uh, Disgruntled Underground. That's been one of our staples. It was at like I want to say like 41 or 42,000 uh, members. And um, we we lost it overnight. It was like 10 o'clock at night and I get a notification. It's gone and we can't do anything about it. Um, and it definitely went into a reaction plan of like, all right, we got to set up a group. Uh, we had a group already set up. Uh, all we had to do was add some moderators, add some rules, and we were good to go to push it. So we, we had foresight that this was going to happen. Um, so it was a very quick transition. Once we got everything in place, we put it out on social media. And I think within three days, we jumped from zero to 39,000 um, or 38,000. So we bounced back like that. And that's because we had plans in place. We had a plan B and we just executed my, the team that we had, we, it was flawless. Um, it, but it was extremely humbling to see going from zero to 39,000 in three days, we actually broke Facebook, um, 
Facebook didn't know how to deal with a group growing that big. And um, now we've learned some new things. So we have, uh, we have a, we have a backup page already set with a different name and we're already accepting members into it. We just don't post in there. So it's, it's truly our rally point once, because we know it's going to happen. Uh, so we always have a plan B. It's just like our main page. Our main page is at 600,000 followers and we have a plan B. Um, I think it's at like 35 or 40,000. Um, and then we've also spread across now throughout multiple um, social media networks, everything from like me, we discord, Instagram, you name it, we're, we're on it. And um, we really focus on, we don't, we no longer want to be just Facebook. We, we want to be able to rely on ourselves. Uh, the ultimate goal would be to set up like an app or something, but that's just a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. And I'm glad that we were able to touch on that because it's something not only is it happening to just Facebook groups across the board, um, but something that we have particularly noticed just being veteran based Facebook groups is that um, anything, everything is being pulled through a fine tooth comb. And a lot oh, yeah. of our normal reach that we would have to be able to get out there and help people is being throttled a lot. Um, you know, oh. even live video. We used to get hundreds and hundreds of people to see them. Now it'll say like 93 people seen in 24 hours. It's it's crazy what's happening right now. So it's really awesome to hear that you and your team are also working to diversify, to make sure that you have longevity, that your, your company's not going anywhere, that you're always going to have that support. Because you went from a, a meme group for, for basically a moral support for you and your buddies to yeah. a passion project. Now it's one of the largest support communities that I know for a fact, if it ever went away, there'd be a lot of veterans hurting, a lot of veterans looking around, wondering where to go next. And so it's it's really cool that you guys are doing all these amazing proactive things to make sure that there's always a place for the veterans in need. Very cool. One other thing I want to touch on with you though, is that you know you've you've been in the the internet world a while, and I've had a chance to talk to you behind the camera several times, and I've talked to a lot of marketers in the last five years of my life, and you actually have a really great knowledge when it comes to organic marketing and branding, and I'm sure you're going to give a lot of credit to that to your wife helping you, but um, you know you really got a good mind for this, and so how long did it take you from the time you got out of the military to actually have a full time social media job? <laughs> So, uh, funny thing, I, I was like three days away from getting out of the army and that's when we lost the group. And, uh, when it bounced up to 39,000, I got on my personal Facebook. I, I was just joking around. Cause they're like, what are you going to do? And I was like, I don't know. I I'll, I'll start figuring I, you know, I guess I'll collect unemployment for a little bit and find a job later. Um, and I got onto my personal Facebook page and I was like, I just grew a Facebook page from zero to 39,000 in three, in three days. Who wants to hire me as a social media uh, marketer? And I got a job. Uh, so literally I went from getting out on the 27th to starting a job the 28th. Um, and it, the, that job I've grown their Facebook page from like a thousand to I think we're at like 4,000 already on that Facebook page. So, it, I got lucky, but I also put in a lot of work 
and resourced a lot and, you know, talked to as many people as possible. So when I got out of the army, people knew who I was, knew what I could do. And, you know, I had, I had a, I have a boss that believes in me. Um, cause I've only ever done this for disgruntled and I've had some other projects that I don't really promote, um, for running other businesses, social media. So this, I was, I was excited. And now it's funny because I am getting job after job after job. Like it's so many people want to hire me right now. I'm like, what are you going to pay me? <laughs> that's it. Let's talk numbers. That's, that's it. Yeah. Awesome, dude. Um, and that's something I, I definitely wanted to touch on here tonight because I know myself, my business partner, Liam, and many, many names I see on the call here tonight, Donald, many others, Brad, we've all had this conversation in the past where it's like, man, if I had just started thinking about entrepreneurship, investing, building something more for myself, post-military while I was still in the military, how different, how much faster could I have gotten to where I wanted to be? And we could all live in the what-ifs, and I don't ever recommend anybody stay there too long, but I do recommend you you visit there every now and again because it'll give you that extra fire to, to launch you forward. Because here's the thing, I'm sure you guys have heard this all before, but you know there's that age-old saying that's like, the best time to plant a tree was 10 years ago, but the second best time is today. Same thing goes for that, right? It's like, yeah, Ryan may have had the advantage where he, you know, was building a group well before he ever got out and got a lot of experience inside of the world of marketing, which then got him a job when he got out. But a lot of us, we don't do that. And so I just want to hopefully with Ryan's story and you listening to this call here tonight, kind of click that light bulb for you. If you're still active duty, if you're still struggling, like on your way to get out and struggling to figure out for yourself what that's going to look like, um, my advice would be get really clear on what it is you'd like to do and then start focusing really hard on how you can start achieving that well before you ever get out. Don't wait. Um, and I, what I notice about a lot of people, especially when they get into like social media or things like that, they really hyper focus on like having the best content or having the best camera, the best microphone, you know, and the reality is no one cares. It's all about consistency. You put content out there and it doesn't matter how bad it is, you know, eventually you'll get better, but you'll, you'll start growing and growing and growing. You don't have to have everything thought out. You just got to go action. You know, I, I see so many entrepreneurs. I see so many veterans trying to get into like TikTok or Twitch or whatever. And they wait, they wait, they plan, they plan. But while they're doing all that, they're not put, they're not doing any action. You just got to get out there and do it and learn from it and get better. And then it will come. You know, this took, I didn't get 600,000 followers in a day. It took me seven years. Um, you, and, you know, if you look back, first posts, they were garbage. My first live videos was me in my car with my cell phone. You know, I didn't have the the nice microphones, the nice cameras. Um, I still, my opinion, I don't have the best content, but like I just keep putting it out there and it just keeps growing. You just got to do. Perfectly said, brother. That's it. It 
go back and watch, you know, some of the greats, people we would consider the greatest marketers of our generation, Frank Kern, Gary V, uh, Grant Cardone, uh, Billy Jean, like some of the, like the top, like you talk about, no one can touch these guys, top 5% of the world marketers. And you look at where they started. They all started from crap. They all started being bad. They all started with a bad message, stumbling over themselves, not with bad cameras and bad lighting and bad mics. It all starts somewhere. And so I think that that's, you know, a great point that a lot of people need to hear because a lot of people stop themselves from greatness. And that's something that every single person listening to this is capable of. And so we got you know about five more minutes left on the call. I, I want to try to get in two more questions if we can. Um, so if someone, if a veteran was in need, what could they go to disgruntled for help with? So we have two different avenues. You know, you can either go to our main page where you can message us or our groups where you can put it out to the public. Um, either one that you go through, a admin will see it and that will trigger a response. So if you're coming to us with, you know, you're suicidal, you're homeless, you name it. Basically, we are the CLS of the veteran community. Um, so that means we might not be the subject matter experts. You know, we are not the therapists. We are not the people that are going to get you the money, but we know how to get you there. So we will triage you, figure out what the actual problems are, and then get you to the subject matter expert that it, that it is. Um, so when it comes to suicide, we work with a crisis team. We got your six. We'll get you to them. Um, if you're, you know, if it's financial problems, we work with different organizations, but one of them being 22 until none, where they can help you out financially. Um, but we are, we are that medic. We, we are the guy that figures out what's wrong with you and then gets you to the person that you need to go to. If we can help you, you know, without getting other resources involved, we will. Um, but we usually try and lean on the subject matter experts. Perfect. Awesome. And so if you were to give your 18-year-old self one bit of advice that would allow you to get to your dream life faster, what would you say to yourself? Grow up looking better because I look like I'm 18. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, uh, I would say get learn more. So I feel like I'm a jack of all trades. I have to be good at video editing. I have to be good at uh, picture editing. You know, just start learning more earlier. So just pick up on everything because you don't know how that's going to come to light. You know, it, I, I remember back in the day when I was a teenager, I was really interested in shooting videos. And so I got all into editing videos. I would just say dive deeper into that and let that passion grow because you don't know where it's going to lead to. And it, I, I wish I was better at more things. Got it. I love that. Self-education is the key to 
a life well lived, <clears throat> I believe. Yeah. And so getting there faster. I love that. So we got about two minutes left. <clears throat> if someone wanted to get a hold of you, reach out to you, find you on social media, have a conversation with you, how could an audience member best reach out to you or one of your team members? Yeah. So if you want to talk to disgruntled vets, uh, going to uh, our Facebook page, our Instagram, just go to the messages and just start talking. Um, there's a good chance you'll, I'll respond or one of my admin will respond. Now, if you're looking for social media marketing, we have another Facebook page um, and Instagram and all that kind of stuff called Disgruntled Media. That's for business side of things. If you're looking for marketing on top of that. Um, and yeah, those are probably the two quickest ways that you'll you'll get a hold of me. My email is usually blasted with so much. Um, but at least if you message me on social media, someone will see it and remind me to talk to you. Awesome. And just real quick, because we didn't really get a chance to touch on it too much. Someone reaches out to you for the business side of things, for disgruntled media. What um, do they need to have anything pre-existing? Do they already have to have a product and a business? Do they, what kind of help do you provide there? Uh, one of the biggest things is just having a, a realistic marketing budget. Um, a lot of small veteran companies want us to come in and run their social media. And like, you need to have a realistic marketing budget because for us to create everything, you know, $500 is our low end per month. Um, you know, and that's creating so many assets for you. Uh, so the more you want, it's going to cost you because I guarantee you, I do, you know, uh, disgruntled media, we do things a lot differently, but we have proven results and that $500 is going to go a lot long, lot further than going to, to some other person that doesn't know all the tricks of the trade. Um, there's a lot of social media marketers out there and all they know how to do is create, sorry for my language, but shitty graphics and post them somewhere where there's a lot more than that. So we are truly the experts at organic growth. 100% brother. I just want to say one more time. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to be here, to share your wisdom, to be on the show. It's been an honor to get to, to chat with you again. Can't wait to do it again in the future. Um, and so just thank you so much, brother. Yeah. Thank you so much. And for you, the viewer, thank you guys so much for being here with us tonight. If you found value inside of our conversation here tonight, if you found value wisdom from what Ryan has shared with us. Drop in the comments. What was your biggest takeaway from tonight? So here's a little trick. It's a little something I'm going to let you guys know in the audience. I really do appreciate all of your engagement here while we're live, but because I'm using StreamYard, the minute we close this out, all of that goes away. And so when we the replay loads back up, it loads up fresh. So do me a huge favor. Do future viewers a huge favor, your fellow veterans inside the community a huge favor and drop your biggest takeaway on the replay of the video. That way future viewers can see it as well and also gain the value from what you took away from it. If you guys um, did receive value here again tonight, that would be the biggest thing you could do for us as a, a huge favor for us putting the show on. Again, I wanted to grab uh, a seat, one of the 100 seats for tomorrow um, for the OBF live workshop. We still have a few available. It's gonna be one and done, so make sure you jump in if that's something you're interested in. Other than that, guys, have a fantastic rest of your night. 
And that's the end of episode three of A Look Behind the Curtain with Chris. What a fantastic evening, guys. Peace.